0: Welcome back to Everything is Public Health. I'm MJ. And I'm Cass. We are back with another entry in the Public Health Explained series.
1: So last time we covered sensitivity and specificity. As a reminder for folks, well, A, go back and listen to the episode. But as a reminder, (laughs) B, these concepts... Talk about the likelihood that people are a true positive or false positive, true positive, true negative.
0: Yeah. So today we're going to extend that concept a little bit further, dipping our second toe into the world of biostatistics. Now that we have two toes in there, we are going to continue the conversation about testing, COVID testing, cancer screening, whatever. But from a practical standpoint, sensitivity and specificity of a test is not... Super helpful to the people administering the test, right? Because it's a hypothetical kind of concept, basically meaning that if a person is positive for sensitivity, like will the test identify them as positive or not? But here's the thing. We don't know if that person is positive, right? The whole point of the test is to figure out if that person is positive or not. So it's not as helpful. So what is more helpful for someone who's administering test is that you want to say, okay, this test says that this person is positive. How much can I trust this result? Like That is a more helpful framing for someone who is administering tests because that's the whole point. We don't know if that person is positive. This test says that person is positive. What is the probability that they are actually positive?
1: This is a concept that we refer to as positive predictive value. It's the proportion of true positives. So the people who Test positive who actually have the disease out of all of the positives. So people who test positive and have it, but also people who test positive and don't have it. So we're thinking about chance or proportion or likelihood that someone who is testing positive is actually sick.
0: Yeah. Or confidence is also a good word. Like how much can the people running the test trust this result? And I think this tells us actually how good the test is. Like it tells us if the test identify a person as positive, we can be confident if this thing has a high positive predictive value that they are actually positive. And then we can therefore take the necessary steps to Isolate them if it was COVID or start cancer treatment if it was cancer or stuff like that. I find this more helpful than sensitivity when it comes to diagnostic tests because, like I said, it's they're very related. But sensitivity views it from the hypothetical perspective of, okay, if this person is positive, blah, 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 blah.
1: So the nice thing about positive predictive value is it can give you a, a sense of what to do next, right? So. Throwing back to the concept of sensitivity, it doesn't tell us how many false positives there are or the likelihood of there being false positives. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if a test always says that the person who's being administered the test is positive, the sensitivity is 100%, but you're going to have a ton of false positives in that number trying to get to 100%, right? Remember, the goal of sensitivity is to capture all of the people who are positive, but then we're also like truly positive, but then we're also going to get a lot of these false positives.
0: Yeah. And the uh, positive predictive value will capture how much false positive there are via proportion. So just to review, it's true positive over all positive. That is the sum of true positive and false positives.
1: And then the same thing can be calculated in terms of a negative predictive value. And this is the number of total true negatives over all negatives. So true negatives over true negatives plus false negatives as your denominator.
0: Yeah, and I think depending on what you're testing for, for example, for COVID, it's more important for us to know who is positive, but for something that's more serious... A negative test actually might actually be more important because we want to reassure people that, yes, you don't have cancer. This is just a polyp. This is just a, I don't know, benign growth or something.
1: Right. And we don't want to tell somebody who has cancer that they don't have cancer. That would be also terrible. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so it's also more useful to us than specificity. Very similar, but the framing is a bit more helpful, right? If the test says the person is negative, can the physician or the person administering tests be confident that they can trust this result and say, tell the person, yeah, this is likely that you're actually negative. You don't have to undergo chemo, right? Or something like that. So it's more helpful.
1: And this might be a little bit confusing to explain with words. Again, normally we would have... We would have
0: whiteboards and PowerPoints. Whiteboard
1: (laughs) or a chalkboard. Actually, I gave an in-person lecture the other day. (gasps) How was it? It was great. The students were awesome. It was a great, great lecture. But I was in a classroom that previously had this lovely chalkboard. Oh, I
0: love chalkboards.
1: And then there was a screen that you could drop down yeah. and and show slides on. But if you wanted to draw something, you could pause the PowerPoint, you know, throw the screen up and you could draw something out, which I like to do sometimes when I'm explaining yeah. things in my research methods class. Well, they put in this gorgeous new screen. Like, can't complain. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Beautiful okay. screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but they mounted it on the blackboard. No. So now all there is to the immediate left and the immediate right of the blackboard is like a 24 to 36 inch wide chunk of blackboard. It goes floor to ceiling. That was the best thing about this chalkboard. It was the basically the width of the room yeah. floor to ceiling. So you could just write all over it. So anyway, I just had to throw that out there. Rest in peace, beautiful blackboard. Yeah,
0: I love blackboards. I don't know if about you, but I love blackboards way more than whiteboards.
1: Oh, same. I just, I love chalk. Yeah, me although too. Although it gets all over your clothes. So, you know, there's that. But-
0: Enough teacher talk.
1: So as a reminder, whether we're talking about sensitivity and specificity or predictive value, either positive or negative, we have a two-by-two table. Two we love two-by-twos. Which you may recall, we talked about a two-by-two two table when we talked about case control. But in the columns- You have people who have the disease and don't have the disease. So first column, you're positive. Second column, you're negative. Then you have two rows. You have a positive test on the top and a negative test on the bottom. So hopefully this isn't too confusing, but you could visualize the top left quadrant of the box, this two by two table, as people who test positive and actually have the disease. This is good. Those are the true positives, right? We want to get those people. And then in the complementary corner in the bottom right, You have true negatives, people who test negative and don't actually have the disease. Also good. Right. So where sensitivity and specificity focus on comparing true positives and false negatives, right, some combination of those in the calculation. So for example, sensitivity is true positives over true positives and false negatives, right? So how likely are you to actually capture the people who have the disease with a positive test? versus predictive value, which looks at true positives over everybody who tested positive, and negative predictive value are true negatives over everybody who, who tested negative. So these are complementary. They use the exact same 2 by 2 table data. They just use it in a different way to give you slightly different information, complementary information.
0: Yeah, so from a 2 by 2 you can calculate all four of these, which is really neat. And it sort of tells you that these concepts are... They're not directly connected, but they are related, right? They're not directly connected in a way that if you have high positive predictive value, you're guaranteed to have high negative. No, that's not always the case. They're correlated, but not directly connected. There's a lot of math going on. I kind of want to post this picture, but also, I don't know what copyright says, so I don't know if I can post this picture. But if you just Google uh, sensitivity, specificity, PPV, and MPV chart, this is the chart that's going to come up like nine times out of 10, where you have a two by two, and then you have four quadrant. Typically labeled A, B, C, and D. That's just convention, and uh, it'll show you like where the calculations are. Like sensitivity and specificity are on the columns. Positive predictive value and negative predictive value are on the rows.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good way to summarize it. Which is, if you're thinking about sensitivity and specificity, you're interested in the disease outcome. Are you getting the true positives and the false negatives right? If you're interested in positive predictive. Value or negative predictive value, you're thinking about the test outcomes. Are you testing positive and when you actually have the disease? So that's maybe a good way. Disease status versus test result are the different outcomes that you're looking at.
0: Yeah. And typically we don't know if the person is positive. Hence that's why PPV and MPV are more valuable to us because we're that's the whole point. We're trying to see if that person is positive. Yeah,
1: and we alluded to this a little bit, but just to kind of tie a bow on this concept. Sometimes you can have a test where maybe it doesn't have the greatest positive predictive value, but if you test positive, then there are follow-up things that you might do that might be slightly more invasive, but you wouldn't do them on a person who has a negative test.
0: This was a theme from last Public Health Explained episode too, which is as a public health professional, you may not have access to better tests, but you do have access to multiple tests. So you could run them. So if you screen positive on what is the cheapest COVID test, probably the antigen is probably the cheapest. If you test positive on antigen, oh, uh, but we we just want to double check. So maybe we'll run a PCR on you after you test positive on antigen. So and that's what makes PVV and NPV so valuable because it can tell the person who's administering the test how confident that they could be in, in that result, what they should do next. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Everything is Public Health, our Public Health Explained series.
1: If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and spread the word so more people can learn about the awesomeness of public health.
0: New episodes are released every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Please give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to our podcast. It does help us immensely.
1: Send us questions or comments or new topics you want us to explain to everythingispublichealth at gmail.com. Reach out if you think we missed an important perspective or suggest a future episode topic.
0: This episode is brought to you by Voting. Yay, Research the voting. people and items on your ballot. Make sure to vote down ballot and make informed choices to better your local community.
1: Follow us on Twitter at EverythingisPH or Instagram at EverythingisPublicHealth. You can also find me on Twitter at Dr. Krafasi. More information regarding this episode can be found in the show notes below.
0: Listeners, please visit our website, which is our Patreon page for all major updates and bonus material. We are 100% patron supported in that we do this not for the big paychecks from sponsors, but for the love of public health itself. And listeners like you, if you want to support the show directly you can support us on our patreon page
1: and remember everything is public health
0: everything is public health